Blog Talk Radio. Way down among Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions, so they've got to find those extra cups to fill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. You can't get cherry soda, cause they've got to fill that quota. And the way things are, I'll bet they never will. They've got a zillion tons of coffee in Brazil. No tea or tomato juice, you'll see. No potato juice, cause the planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. The politician's daughter was accused of drinking water and was fined the great big $50 bill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. a percolator her perfume was made right on the grill why they could percolate the ocean in brazil and when their ham and eggs need savor coffee ketchup gives them flavor coffee pickles way outsell the dill why they put coffee in the coffee in brazil no tea no tomato juice You'll see, no potato juice. The planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no. So you add to the local color, serving coffee with a crawler. Duncan doesn't take a lot of skill. They've got an awful lot of coffee, an awful lot of coffee. Man, they got a gang of coffee in Brazil. Welcome, everybody. This is Jory and the Coffee Psychic, and we're going to have a fun show tonight. I don't know if you guys heard about it, but in the news today, they actually had sightings of a UFO captured on film out in Hawaii. That was just today. That's on the news, you guys. So you can go ahead and check that out. Now, I have a guest. Um, She'll be joining us tonight in just a couple of minutes. She has had many experiences with aliens, with UFO. Um, You know, for all of you guys out there that have had any kind of alien experience, UFO experiences, uh, for the little bit of time we're going to be on the show tonight, if you want to call in and talk about your experiences or talk about what you think an alien experience is supposed to look like, you know, please call in. The number is 347-633-633. 9404. Again, 347 633 9404. This is about the aliens, um, how some people perceive the abductions, you know, Area 51. You know, um, has the government really been keeping things from us all this time? Hmm? What do you think? Uh, especially with this uh, previous year where they were actually letting out some videos um, from the government where they were literally showing things, uh, you know, as far as um, spacecraft and things flying in the in the skies, things like that. So if you guys have some stories, please give us a call. Yes, you can ask a psychic question as well, but we'd really love to hear your stories. Now, I am going to welcome our guest here on the show, and we tonight will be calling her Mary. So let me Hi, see. How Mary, are you? are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? I can, I can. Hey, welcome to the show. 
Thank you. You are welcome. Nice to be so here. we Yeah, thank you, thank you. We were talking um earlier, you know, I you and I both know each other. I've known each other for a while. And um we we were talking about alien experiences and you've actually not only just had some recent experiences, but you've been having experiences for quite a while. Is that true? Yes, that is true. That's absolutely yeah. true. Since I was about uh, 12 years old, and I'm 59. Wow, wow yeah. my goodness. So um, yeah. now I'd like you to share some of your stories here, and also um, I'll actually share some of my experiences. I do personally take this stuff seriously. I don't think this is a flight of fancy for people. Uh, I personally believe that we've got alien, uh, alien space family out there. Um, I've had many experiences myself. And some of them, I have to tell you, some people might go like, well, you know, is that real? The crop circles, is that real? You know, um, how long have we been having these experiences? And I recently was reading some things in the papers and online that this stuff goes back quite some time. They had some uh, people that had these experiences in the early 1900s that was in their newspapers, things like this. And there have been things with the government that's had a lot of this stuff covered up. So, Mary, can you tell me, like, what was some of the earliest experiences that you have had regarding um, spacecraft or alien? Would you call it alien abduction or just seeing UFOs? I mean, what's, what's you been know, your experience? I I don't I, I guess you would leave that up to the listener to decide because, um, frankly, the situations that I've been in, I can't remember. And I don't know mm-hmm. if I want to remember, to tell you the truth. But um, mm-hmm. I'll start now. I'll just give you a synopsis, a chronological order of events. And um, I guess you can let the, the listener decide for themselves what happened and you know, you mentioned Area 51. There's also an Area 52, which is what I wanted to go back and, and talk about. But there there mm-hmm. are separate areas that the government is uh, in charge of, and they are releasing all of the UFO information. You have to ask yourself, why now, okay? In the midst of all yeah. of this pandemic and insanity, why are they releasing it now? So. I'll just go back and explain to you from day one what I remember, um, and they'll come forward until the present day. So I was about 12, 13 years old and uh, living in Chicago. We used to play in the alleys, and I used to play with several kids all the time. So we used to have this saying, come home when the streetlights come on. Okay. So it was getting dark. And um, like I said, we were playing in the alley. We had the ball and everything. And all of a sudden, I looked up. I was the first to notice that directly above us was this cigar-like shaped figure. It was hovering. It had white lights spinning around the center. There was a pole coming down from the bottom. And at the bottom mm-hmm. of the pole was a bright red light that was pulsing. Okay. I, I mm-hmm. immediately was panicked, and I said to my friends, look what is that, you know, and they were like, ah, so in true child fashion, we all took off running, I ran in the house, I was so scared, I told my mom, mom, you got to come outside, you have to see this, you have to see this, well, she humored me, walked outside, we looked up in the sky, there was nothing, Mm -hmm. I never forgot about that, approximately three years later, I was about 15 years old, and I was asleep, in my upstairs bedroom, it was kind of like an attic bedroom, and there were three other bedrooms that were adjacent to each other. One my mother had slept in, and um, her room was directly across from mine, and it had two side-by-side overhang windows um, that had blinds and a drapery over it. And I was sleeping, and something startled me. Like I said, this was about three years later. Um, there was like this really, what I would describe now as an LED light. It was very, very bright, but it was a weird kind of brightness. It went um, up the side of the house by the windows. It came through the ceiling, and it was like headed toward me. 
-hmm. and I'm Mm -hmm. watching this light come toward me, and I have the blankets up to my neck, and I close my eyes to pretend that I was sleeping, and I was scared to death, but then I felt this light on my head, on my face, and it was really hot. And the next instant, I remembered opening my eyes. It was the morning. I couldn't move. My body was sore. Um, at 15 years old, your body doesn't get sore, you know. But all I remembered was the light coming through the ceiling and the heat of that light on my face, and I, I felt I felt achy. My body felt really achy. So Mm -hmm. then I'm going to go forward till I was about 21 years old, and I was involved in uh, the music community where I lived at the time, and I'd been traveling with a a friend of mine who used to run the soundboard for rock bands in -hmm. the area, and we had driven to another state next to ours, And we were driving down this road, and it was getting progressively darker. So um, we left pretty early because she had to set up her board, and, of course, I was helping her. And um, once again, I look to the right of the window as we're driving, Mm -hmm. and I see this weird light coming toward us, okay? okay? And I said to her, what is that? Okay, now she doesn't know my history as a kid, and she is mm-hmm. like, what the heck is that? So it was com- we were the only people on the road, right? So it's coming okay. closer and closer to us, and suddenly, okay, it was gone. Now, not only was it gone, we were driving, we wound up driving on the other side of the road. Yes. We looked at the clock, and not only were we on the other side of the road, but we were an hour late getting to this show when we were supposed to be an hour early. Yes. We don't know what happened. We never talked about it again. It was yes. the strangest thing that ever happened. So yeah. now I'm going to go to November of 2019. Okay. Okay. I'm asleep in my room, and my room faces a garden that I tend all the time. And I use that garden as a mode of remembrance for people who I love that have passed away. Okay. So I'm sleeping sound one night, and... All of a sudden, I get a clairaudience experience. And if you know anything about clairaudience, that's when someone speaks to you without saying a word. You hear it in your yeah. mind. And yeah. that's the only way I can describe it. And I heard someone tell me that uh, it, was, it was a being. I couldn't identify it, okay? Okay. That I would be, now this is November 2019, they said that I would be involved in a cataclysmic event and that my family would perish, but I would remain alive. And I began to speak to it as I was sleeping. I asked it to identify itself, and it would not. I told it that I I don't want to live without my family. You know, what, are you kidding me? This is ridiculous. Okay, so Mm -hmm. then you go to March 2020, and then here comes the coronavirus pandemic. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a prayerful, God-fearing woman, Christian, and, of course, have led a better part of my life up until this point with my faith deeply seated in God. And yeah. um, I prayed ever since the pandemic, and, you know, we've never had an issue with illness. Now, yeah. about three months ago, which is the most recent, um, I kept waking up in the middle of the night at 3.12 or 3.18 a.m. It was odd, okay? So I went and used the bathroom, which is adjacent from my bedroom, and had gone back to sleep. Three months ago on this one particular morning when I woke up, it was 3.18 a.m. I was laughing because that's my birthday okay. and uh, went to use the bathroom. bathroom excuse me. Again, I heard a clear audience voice 
which mm-hmm. I'm not crazy. You know me. I'm not crazy. Right, right. Little, no, little, you're not. A little goofy, but not crazy. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I'm like, no, no way. No, this isn't happening, okay? So I hear, I hear, clear audience, uh-huh. look outside the back window. Okay. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do it, you know, I'm not going to do it. I did, I did it. I pulled back the shade. And I noticed above the trees to the left of my yard was a triangular-shaped object that was hovering wow. there. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I heard, I am here and you are safe. This is what I heard. Nice. I couldn't tell you if it was a male or female voice. I'm going to lean toward a male but I kind of smiled. I wasn't fearful, closed the shade, went back to bed. I noticed as I moved the shade that the garden lights in my yard, those little stick lights that you get for a dollar at the dollar store, exact same way as the triangular-shaped lights that were in the sky. I did that. Don't tell me how I did that, but I noticed okay. it, and I kind, of, I kind of was laughing, okay? So... Every so often, um, I'm reminded of these events. We talked about it when I had spoken with you. Um, I'm not sure why this has happened to me, but there was never a doubt in my mind or even a question in my entire life that beings from another planetary system existed, ever. Never. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I want to say this. I've, I've heard so many people, I don't know what it is that uh, some of us are very connected uh, with aliens and UFOs and things like that. And it's just such a natural uh, standing. It's like, of course they're there. You know, they're our, our galactic family. And other people don't have a real um, understanding or they can't uh, connect to that, to the world. But I think way more people... I've seen uh, some studies that way, way, way more people really do believe now that we have other, you know, uh, family members out in the galactic world, universal world. And um, and I think there's also something going on in there, Mary, about people saying, um, are they evil? Are they bad? I mean, there have been groups like MUFON years ago. I think MUFON is still uh, together. It's an organization where yeah. people... Uh, get together for a big conference around aliens, things like that. People share their stories. I'm also a hypnotherapist, and I used to go to the Mid-America Hypnosis Conference every year, and um, years ago. And we had a lot of things going on where people would come in and talk about the aliens. Um, you know, the Lear jet was built uh, by John Lear, and we actually had his son that would come in and give presentations around, um, you know, telling his story around how he was a pilot and uh, the things he has seen, Area 51, he had gone over there. I mean, there were so many things that he shared about seeing stuff. And uh, he's been in that, in that field, uh, being in the military and flying the jets for years. I'm not even quite sure where he is today. But um, our government has had um, a lot of things, as to my understanding, that they have, of course, hidden around the aliens, and just this year recently, or the earlier part of last year, when COVID really started coming out, they started talking about the aliens. They started talking about releasing information uh, regarding uh, many of the videos that the pilots had gathered. And I think there's, I, well, I know that there's so much more, actually. But um, oh, there when is. you had said that the, when the voices had come to you and said something about that mm-hmm. you are going to, survive and a couple of your family members may be taken, you know, I, I, this is what I want to say. And I want to just hold this space out there for everybody. Sometimes, yes, we can be having direct communication either from our spirit guides or angels, aliens, whoever it is from the other side. Um, I do know also that there have been some spirits that have given misinformation as well. So if I could say anything, I would hold that as a possibility that um, – you know, when they said two people might not survive, whatever's going on in the world, you know, that could have been misinformation or it actually could be information that, you know, we all know that our lifespan is so is so long on this planet 
that's the way the program was written when we all came in. You get to be born, you have your life experience, and then you cross over and go back to heaven. We're all going there. We all came from there. Um, so we don't know. And that's one of those things, Mary, that we're going to have to kind of wait out, right? Oh, sure. Well, the fact that it happened in November, just before the event of the pandemic, and was clearly uh, indicating to me that there would be a cataclysmic event, is what he totally. said, and that yeah. my family would perish. I mean, I was, like, panicked. First of all, yeah. it was my first experience with Claire audience. Um, yeah. Okay. So that freaked me out. And then to tell me there's a cataclysmic event, family would perish, come on. Okay, identify well, yourself, fact, which was my first response, you know. Tell me yes, who you are. Yes. What are you doing well, here? Another and the thing fact I want to that tell people, wouldn't. too. I, I want to mention this, too, though. I want you to remember that you said this is your first uh, clairvoyant experience. I want our listeners to know also that when people start opening up psychically, you can actually have communication, and so I'm, I'm, um, and don't think I'm being disrespectful of any message that you heard. But when I was starting to open up earlier, I had actually had a couple. I had some past life experiences, and then I was in a meditation where I had a spirit come in and say, um, "You need to go kill yourself." And I'm like, "Pardon me?" And they're like, "Yeah, <laughs> go kill yourself." And I'm like, "And you get the heck out of here because you're not from God." And oh, that's right. one of that's the one of the exactly earlier things right. when I heard. You know, uh, the command is if you're not here to do God's work, you must leave now. So when people are starting to get into the, whether it's the paranormal, the spiritual, you guys are practicing your meditations, you know if there's some uh, force that's coming in that's not of the God light. um, Right. If it doesn't feel right, or even if it is one of these things where they're saying something's going to happen, because, again, one of my earlier experiences was, when I was cleaning the house, the spirits had said, that's right, that's right, clean up the house for the funeral tonight. And, of course, people know that story because I talk about it. When I, and that really catapulted me into the spiritual field. But that afternoon, my mother died in the house. So <sighs> can we have really clear information coming from the spirits? Yes. Are there some things that we have no control over? Positively, positively. So I just, I just wanted to comment to that, to that experience. But you've had a lot of experiences here, Mary. And um, again, I I've had a lot. Yeah. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna get on the line here. We've invited people also to come in and to share some of their uh, spiritual experiences. Also, I should say, if they have any alien, UFO, anything like that. So, are you open that people can ask you a question? Oh, sure, absolutely. Okay, great. So let's absolutely. see. We have one on online here. Hello, caller. Hello, Hi. Who is you. this? Hi. Who is this? Where are you calling from? Hi. This is Tanika. I'm calling Hi. from New York. Hi, Tanika. Hi. Hi. Hi there. Hello. I um, haven't had the pleasure of meeting any aliens ever, but I've always wondered <laughs> if they were real. Darn it. <laughs> <laughs> it is a pleasure, a too, i got to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can't wait for them to uh, all just, come down here and uh, give us a great big hello. Yeah. We're definitely yeah. not the only ones in this universe. Totally. No. Totally. Yeah. So do you have a question then tonight, Tamika? Yeah, Jurian, I just wanted to check in with you um, with my job. I'm still applying to a lot of places, been trying we haven't gotten that many responses. Um, so overall, just wanted to see, though, when you see me, like, finally leaving this job. Okay. And if also, if you pick up anything about love, I haven't heard from someone named Frank in a while, and I've just been alone, just working every day. So I was curious about love life, too. Well, it actually feels like you're really supposed to be focusing on work right now. It almost, it yeah. almost seems like more not so love, but work. You know, it kind of looks like there might be some things around the possibility of new training or schooling, to be honest with you. No. So I don't know if you've thought about going back to school or uh, need some training. It could be training for a new job that you're going to be getting. Um, and, again, it almost feels like if you know you should stay here until you get this other job. Mm-hmm. And I, I hope it's not as late as September, but I keep hearing the month of September. 
So that's what I would I would keep looking and looking and looking. I don't know if you've been to any temp agencies or anything like that, but I would keep reaching out to those different locations. That's what I would do. And the love mm-hmm. the love life honestly Tamika seems um how can I say it? It's almost like there's a holding pattern around your love life. It just seems more that you're supposed to be doing some personal growth right now. Personal growth and or um and focusing on your work and your education. That's what that feels like. So so good luck with that. All right. Now we do have another caller here also. Let's see who we have online here. Hello, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Hi. Are you there? Hi there. All right, so what I know is that some people actually call in just to listen in. So, Oh, that's probably what happened. Now, yeah. you do know of the story about Valiant Thor, right? Now, who is Valiant Thor? In 1957, Valiant Thor, and this is documented. You can Google it if you want to. Valiant Thor came down from a spacecraft. He was found on the side of the road by a police car, demanded to go see President Eisenhower. Demanded. that mm-hmm. They took him to see President Eisenhower in Washington. He lived in the Pentagon in 1957 for three years. His name is Valiant Thor, and mm-hmm. he was a being from Venus. And he helped okay. President Eisenhower for three years living while living at the Pentagon. So that particular story is documented, can be Googled if your listeners don't know about that, and it can be verified. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, if you look for things, you can find them. Also, I'm not sure if, you're, if your um, listeners are aware of a gentleman called Michael Jaco. He has a program, which you can see on YouTube, called Unleashing Intuition Secrets. Michael Jaco had um, two guys on. One guy was um, Rob Potter, and the other was Raymond Andrew Keller II. Raymond Andrew Keller II has a very extensive background with the people of Venus. So everything that I see extraterrestrially is all has to do with Venus, and I'm not sure why. Mm-hmm. But Raymond Andrew Keller II had written a book about his experience, and he was saying some really, I mean, like I said, you can YouTube his information. He was saying some stuff that was really quite interesting. He said that there are 501 universes, Mm-hmm. And the reason why all of this havoc is being, you know, going on in, in, in our planet of Earth is because our entire solar system is moving into another dimension. And right. I, I, I flipped out because, I mean, the, the thought of that, there's 501 more universes past ours. This is what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, your listeners can go to YouTube and, and look up Michael Jaco or Raymond Andrew Keller II. He also has books available on Amazon. And I, I have no, you know, there's no monetary gain for me mentioning this or anything. It's just a fact. I mean, these are people, these are, these are regular people that live here on Earth that have mm-hmm. had solid experiences. But President Eisenhower and Valiant Thor, that's from 1957 and is well documented. I have so um, I've seen in other places too where they were talking about some aliens that had gone onto some military bases. Now I don't know if this is the same thing that you're that you're talking about here, Mary, but I had read this a long time ago, and uh, how some generals had been. Um, oh, as a matter of fact, uh, John Lear's son was the one who said that one of his friends was actually on the base. And uh, this alien uh, had been there. I don't know how he had gotten there, but he was there. And he had walked off with the general and was speaking to the general. So, oh, yeah. I, I believe that. 
truly with my heart. I'm not sure if it was Valiant Thor because Valiant Thor looks like you and I. And mm-hmm. Raymond Andrew Keller II, he was involved with a commander who was a female who looks like you and I. Mm-hmm. And they come from Venus and they're walking among us. They're probably listening to the show because they knew we were going to talk about this. I mean, this is how <laughs> this is working. You know what I mean? Of course. But I do of have course, to tell you something else that I left out. When I was 15 years old and that light came through the ceiling, shortly after that, I started noticing my psychic ability. I kept it to myself. So I don't know what went on there. So I don't know if it was a transference of a gift or something like that. You know, you know me for a long yeah. time. Yep. And, and, and this is when my experience with psychic ability and intuition began after I don't know if I was abducted. I don't want to know. I don't, I suspect, but I don't mm-hmm. want to know. Yeah. I don't want to know. So, well, I don't, I, I, this is what I can tell you. I've had, so I've had several of experiences. Say it again. It's so controversial. And I don't well, know why. You know what? It, it is, but there are a lot of people that have had these experiences, so that's not controversial for them. It's not controversial for me. It's not controversial for you. And people right. can say, people can have their own opinions, but when you've already had an experience and you know what's happening, what your experience has been, you know, Sorry. then no matter what somebody tells you, it's not going to deter you from, your, uh, from having your experience and knowing what your right. truth is. And it's hard to discuss it with anyone who is cynical about the idea of it because you, you just can't understand. explain. You, you can't yeah. explain the experience. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of well, people out there listening and they're like, okay, sure, whatever. And that's not, that's fine. They could, whatever. But I know what happened and I know the truth I'm not sure why me you know there are so many people out there Mary that have had these experiences like I said there's groups called MUFON Uh, I'm not sure what other I know that there are newer groups out here not just uh, MUFON but there's other groups out here that people gather to talk about um, their experiences with, with UFOs so it's and one of the places people awesome. can go to is Gaia TV. Not just um, there's Coast to Coast Radio. People can go there. There's Gaia TV. You can go there. There's a lot of people that talk about all of these experiences there if you really want to uh, get into right. uh, expanding your awareness on other people's experiences and all the lectures and presentations and things like this in this field. Yep. I'll tell you, something is brewing. Something is going on spiritually. Something is going on psychically. I mean, I can tell a difference when I go outside in the yard. The blues are bluer. The yellows are yellower. The the colors are getting very vivid to me. I don't know if anyone else is having this experience, but I am. And it's it's hard to, to not help people or explain that to people, you know. Yeah. But I, I would yeah. be curious to know if any of your listeners are having any kind of um, experience with, uh, you know, being outside and looking at the sun or wherever, you know, sleeping or communicating with other beings, you know. I'd be mm-hmm, curious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, again, everyone's invited to call in. That number is 347-633-9404. You know, I I believe I've shared with my listeners before a couple of these experiences that I had had. Uh, I had something back probably eight years ago, eight or nine years ago, when I was living in Tinley Park. And I had been taking a class downtown Chicago. And my friend and I had gone into a restaurant right off of, I think it was either State Street or Wabash, and the restaurant was right on the street, so there was a pillar and a glass window, a pillar and a glass window, and another pillar. And when we were sitting in the restaurant, I suddenly glanced out the window, and there was this man, and he was wearing a brown suit, and he was also um, wearing a, carrying a brown suitcase. 
And suddenly he passed one of the pillars, and I had still had been seeing him for some reason. And he went from having a normal human head to a fish scaly head. And it really, I almost gasped, and I was going like, oh, my God, oh, my God, what is that? It's like, oh, my God, I, like, I see you, and that's not human. And then he passed in a, another pillar, pillar and he, the regular window was there, and he was back to being a human. And I was like, Rept- oh, my God. Reptilian. And then, oh, hang on, and then he walked into the restaurant, and I oh, was shaking and all I kept thinking was, I saw you, I know who you are, I saw you, I know who you are. I didn't get a good yes. feeling from this person. And oh. so that was just that experience. And then within a couple of days, I had a dream that night. And I was suddenly in this big white room. And it was a circular room. There was nothing square. It was just a big circle. And I was, you know, having a hard time. How can I say it? They said she never slows down. And my awareness was just going crazy. Here I am in this big white room, and my two kids were on the by one of the walls, and they were sitting there with their hands folded and their legs crossed, going like, "Why do we have to be here?" I had I had a sense that they were there just to help me calm down, and that was weird. And then all of a sudden, it was I'm waking up from that dream, and I was saying to myself, "So that's how they abduct people." That's how they take us. And then I was waking up from that as a dream, and I was like, what the heck? And then I was getting mad because it's like now I do see how they they take people out of their bodies. So I got up to walk downstairs, and I had previously had a little trouble with one of my knees. Not not a big major thing, but it was it was uh, starting to be a little bit of a problem. I went to walk down the stairs, and I almost literally fell because my one knee that had been having problems was there was so much pain it was ridiculous, and I couldn't I could barely walk. And then after that, my knee's been perfect. I think my knee hurt for like oh my a gosh. day or two, and after that, no more pain. My knees have been great. I barely had a little a little if any kind of aching, but since that, that was like eight or nine years ago, and no more problems. So I personally believe that I had a healing from from and I I I'm 100% sure those guys were aliens. There's no doubt about it. Because I even make these jokes now that sometimes if I have any problems with my body, I keep saying, "Come back, come back, heal me," you know. <laughs> Do psychic surgery on me or something. So I've had and I've had other encounters also like that. And um I think people should just <clears throat> don't blow it off. You know, acknowledge if you're having these experiences uh, with the uh, what you would perceive as aliens. There's and there's a big difference between feeling an alien and feeling an angel's essence or presence. Oh yeah, the aliens mm-hmm. have like a, yeah. a more dense, a heavier feeling than the angelic realm. So I don't know if you've experienced that or not, Mary. But oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's something else Raymond Andrew Keller II was talking about, how the Venusians are mistaken for angels. So, mm. you know, was was Jesus an alien from Venus? I really don't mean to make light of it, but we don't know half of what is going on cosmically. We don't. And and I no, don't, we don't. We make, don't like I said, I don't mean to make light of it, but it's true. Um, after I heard this presentation, Rob Potter was on uh Michael Jaco's program also. Um mm-hmm. when I after I heard that I was like, Whoa And now I'm thinking mm-hmm. I gotta go on Jorian's uh radio program and I have to talk about this because it really is <sighs> bizarre. I mean I don't mean to Sure, the whole the whole gist of everything is not to be afraid. We have more power right. than we know. Mm-hmm. And and you just have to exercise that right. You know? You okay. have power against any principality. Any principality. You know, simply by invoking Jesus' name or by standing up and facing it head on. I mean you can You've got people, we all have so much power 
inside of us, it's really nothing to be fearful of. Right. Right. You know, do you remember the, um, God, I'm trying to remember the name of these guys in the Bible. Uh, do you remember the giants? Nephilim. No, so, the Nephilim. Nephilim? Mm-hmm. Um, the Book of Enoch or uh, Ezekiel. I think it's Enoch, Book of Enoch. Mm-hmm. Anyway, these giant, these giant beings, they said that they were a race, an alien race that came down to the earth. And what I, and and they what were I heard forbidden. was... Yeah. yeah, and what I heard was when they died, their bodies were taken up because they couldn't find the bodies. But I also recently saw, probably, I mean, this wasn't a, a couple of months ago, this was a couple of years ago, that they actually have found these bodies of these giants. The, they and, uh, the bones. I heard that, too. Yep. Yep. They found the bones. The skeletons. Yep. Yep, very, yep, yep. Yeah. Well, they were And they're definitely not the me. same race that we are down here. Oh no, absolutely not. Um they were they were forbidden to mate or co create with the women that were here according to the story and they did it anyway. So that's why they were removed from the earth supposedly or killed off from the earth. Well, I didn't hear that, but yeah, the Nephilim, it says, Nephilim are mysterious beings, or people mentioned the Hebrew Bible, they're large and strong. The word Nephilim is loosely yep. translated as giants in some Bibles, but left untranslated in others. So uh, mm-hmm. some people interpret them as the fallen angels. I don't know. I never got that as the fallen angels. Could be, but I never got yeah, that as well, the fallen angels. Yeah. yeah. Very interesting, though. So um, now I don't. Do you know any of the alien, uh, excuse me, UFO groups, Mary, that people could join if they want to start exploring? Like, what would you suggest people do if they want to start exploring uh, any experiences that they feel that they've had around uh, maybe a UFO abductions, anything, sightings? Well, the only reference that I have is Mufan. Yeah. And like you had mentioned several times before, um, they they go ahead and report, they they investigate and they um you know, take your take your information from you and I'm sure that on their website they have more tools that you would have, you know, to go ahead and see what you know Yeah. They even well look at they they have a symposium. On the twenty seventh of August, they they have so much information on on the Mufan website. So, if your um, listeners would like to go to, I believe it's Mufan dot org. I'm looking at it right now. Um, they can go ahead and um, some, it's it's called the Mutual UFO Network. Basically, is what it is, and it was established in 1969, which is quite a long time ago. So. There's a there's a button up there to on top of the page to report a UFO. There's a journaling you can donate research. There's a store there to purchase stuff. There's all kinds of um, information that you can get on that website. And that's that's the one that I usually go to. That's the one that I was told was more valid, you know, than the others. I don't know. That might be a, a starting point, but definitely research would be a good idea researching everything you did. I would write yeah, down a lot of uh, the event. I would write mm-hmm. down the event before anything. Um, I would write down everything I remembered or record it. Um, mm-hmm. and, then, and then I would go ahead and pursue whatever, you know, agency you think would, would help in the cause or someone that would be willing to listen. The other thing, too, is I just want to tell people, please don't think you're crazy. Don't do that. Just know that you're having some experience that's not within the normal, you know, hearing, seeing, tasting, touching, and feeling. And as soon as somebody thinks this is weird or something's happened, sometimes they're going to clam up, they're going to close off. Don't do that. Find someone to talk to about this. Because many, many, many people have had these experiences. It's, it's hard enough that when you start having your psychic abilities start to open up and they evolve, you then have people saying that's not normal or something's wrong with you, and people start closing off right. their natural gifts. 
So I just want to tell people, please stay open to these things. These are gifts. You guys have no idea how how when you open up, you know, your whole world changes. We have another caller online. I'm going to see. I'm going to uh, welcome our caller and see uh, what's going on with this person. Hello, caller. Can you hear me? Hello? Hello, are you there? This is when it feels like I'm talking to the to ghosts, to dead people. Hello, are you here? Can you hear me? <laughs> great. Okay. Not being disrespectful, but it's like, hello. Well, um, if you're calling in to listen in, thank you. Um, and thank you for calling in to listen. Okay. So sometimes people can get through real easily, um, and sometimes they can't. So anyway, I realize yeah. people call in to listen in, too, instead of asking questions. Anyhow, we do ask you guys to call in with your experiences. Uh, if you want to call me later on, uh, you can call me for a psychic reading, or you can call me to tell me about your, your different alien experiences, your psychic experiences. And that is that number is 219-940-9292. Again, 219-940-9292. Uh, we also have what's coming up with uh, the end-of-the-month seance. If you want to call up and uh, book a seat for the seance, please do. You know, Mary, um, again, all these different experiences, when you have an experience like this, you know in your heart of hearts that it's different, it's solid. I have I have had uh, such a solid uh, reality about um, the aliens that when my children were little, or my grandkids, I used to have these hoses, they're little play hoses. And I would tell my kids, go out there and start swinging them, and they'd make a sound, and I'd say, call down our alien family. And I had them doing that all the time when they were little. So it wasn't so, peculiar to them when they got older when they started learning about extraterrestrials. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, totally. I had one well, experience where I was in a meditation. I was in a meditation out in Wisconsin. It was a great big meditation group. And when I was in that meditation, I had an alien reaching out to me. And I could hear very clearly this alien was calling, help, please help me, please help me. And... And I kept trying to find psychically where this alien was at. And when I came out of trance and I told the leader of the group what had happened, this woman was almost going crazy. She goes, what did you hear? Where did you hear from? So she wasn't divulging uh, information to me if she had already been hearing information. Also, she just got very hyper and very upset with where did I hear it from, where did I feel that this alien had been, and things like that. So that was... Just her reaction was very interesting. But the experience I had was, yep, it felt like a spacecraft. It felt like it had crashed. It felt like this alien was there, was injured, and alone. And it didn't feel like anyone was there that was coming to rescue this alien being. Yep. So so that was that experience. They're walking among us. They're not I think they've been here for a long time. Do you know the Absolutely. do you know the word walk in? Yes. Mhm. Okay. So the word walk in is a being that comes from a higher um, existence. Now, whether they're aliens, whether they're not aliens, just higher spiritual beings, I'm not sure. But uh, these walk ins are where if people get tired of living down here on the planet, like they're ready to say, you know what, I'm okay. I've learned my lessons down here on the earth. Um, I'm ready to go anytime. One of those beam me up, Scotty, yeah. kind of things. And these mm-hmm. walk-ins make they an agreement over. with the people. Yep, that are here. They take over their lives, and they transition into this person's life. And suddenly, they become this amazing, well-known, um, whether it's an author, lecturer, presenter. You know, whereas this person's life, however, this person's life was dull and mundane, or you know, maybe they had drug issues or whatever, and suddenly, within a year or so, their life is completely turned around. They're a professor now. Mm-hmm. They're a lecturer. I'm like, oh my god! And that's what these are. These guys are called walk-ins. 
So there's been a complete transformation yep. about this person's life, and um, there was an agreement. And that's, and that's what um, many people have gone through, which I think is really fascinating. Now we have another caller here, so let's see if this person can answer. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. I know, right? It might be the aliens interfering. Hello, caller, are you there? Yeah, my name's Joe. I came because I saw the title of the show about contacts with um, UFOs and aliens. Joe, thank you for joining us. So have you had experiences? No, no. I just wanted to find out about um, the one woman, which is in your title, that has had the experience, and I wanted to know if there were any pictures or audio taken. Pictures or audio tapes? Yeah, uh, had, did you or, get any pictures, Mary, or did you get any audio recordings? No. Mm-mm. You'll have to take my word for it. Yeah, I see. Uh, do you, will you have any more contact with these beings? Actually, I can't tell you if it was the same being. It was definitely something otherworldly. And the last time that I had communicated was about three months ago. Well, do you think you might three. be able to take an audio or get a picture? Like a selfie, maybe? That'd well, cool. you know, oddly, oddly enough, I tried to videotape. And I can't out the window for some reason. You know, with my uh, iPhone, it doesn't videotape. It looks like a big white orb is what it looks like didn't look like the triangle. So I do have video footage, but not of the triangular-shaped uh, vehicle that was above the trees two months ago. There was another situation where I saw something in the sky and tried to videotape it, and it turned out to be just a bright light. And, um, you know, I so I have that, but I don't have any you know, video or audio proof of the other experiences. Okay. Um, but you have talked to them. I mean, they 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 talk to you. Well, I guess um, in a clear audience, clear audience fashion. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, but not say, okay, well... Um, have, if you've had more than one contact, maybe they uh, they like being Twice. with you, and maybe they can mm-hmm. give you one of their pictures. And maybe right on, Joe. You know, maybe they, they can, can give you one of your one of their pictures. In other words, maybe maybe they will let you photograph something, Mary. If you do this, so if you have something where you're suddenly having contact again, you might be cognizant of grabbing your phone. And trying to snap yeah. the pictures even in the room with you. And they might allow you to take one of their pictures is what he's saying. Oh, besides that, well, because yeah, maybe... I guess, I guess we'll try. I mean, let's say the um, Our World's photographs for some reason doesn't uh, doesn't really jive with their frequency. I'm just using that as a sci- sci-fi example. They mm-hmm. might want to give you, if they're advanced beings, they might want to give you one of their pictures... Um, that you can keep as a, you know, a memorandum. Mm. Oh, <laughs> I'm remembering. I remember pretty good. I mean, you know, it's up in the old noggin. But um, for proof, <laughs> I, you know, I'll, uh, yeah, I've never heard about it, except that one time out the back door. Um, I never really thought about recording it. I never really thought about having proof. So I guess I'll try, I guess, you know, see what happens. That'll be good because every time there's a car wreck or uh, some sort of incident down here on Earth, everybody's got a thousand phones pointing at the the incident. I would think somebody would say, hey, you know, I've got either the cell phone or I've got a flip cam or I've got an audio device. uh, Yeah. Well, when I was 12 or 13 years old, when it first started, we didn't carry around cameras then. Even at 15, age 21, going to a, a gig, I mean, we, I am a, well, I'm not going to go into that, but anyway, 
you know, you don't have cameras handy during those times. Now these last this this communication that I received three months ago, um, I very well could have picked up my phone and started videotaping. However, you gotta remember it was three eighteen in the morning and I was kind of mesmerized with what was going on. My inclination wasn't to grab my phone. I guess I'm not really like, you know, the phone trapper kind of people. Uh, yeah, so You know what just came you know, to me, Mary, is that because you've had yeah. so many encounters with the aliens, you've, you've had several. So, And like Joe was referring to the fact that maybe they are liking you and they want to keep having contact with you, you may, just like when I teach people about having contact with their spirit guides and angels, you might want to find a place during the week and start opening yourself up and just asking them if they would come down and have contact with you and that you just prepare yourself to receive and hear information from them. That's, that's, that's the, the bottom line is preparing yourself to receive information. I, I, yeah. Even though this has happened and I've come to terms with it, and I realize that it, that it exists to communicate on a level like that and to mm-hmm. receive at random, well, not at random, um, to receive mm-hmm. obligingly from these beings, yeah. I'm not sure I'm ready to do that. I'm yeah. not sure I'm ready to, you know, cook lasagna and have them over, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so I pretty much... <laughs> mm. I would. I, I pretty much... I would do like that. I... I, I I, I'm only I'm only making light of it so that I can laugh because it really is serious. It, I mean, it is because you know yeah. I've never ever felt my entire life that I belonged here. I always felt separate from the pack. You know, yeah. I've always felt different. I've always always felt different my whole life. So it, it's hard to go ahead and grasp that concept of of communicating with something that is really really different. To, yeah. To, yeah. to get information. I'm sure I'm sure when they're ready to make themselves known, which I have a, a feeling, uh, intuition, maybe you can call it, that it's not going to be long. I I, yeah. I think if they were here to hurt us, they would have already. And yes, I think I if agree. they were here to be nice to us, they would have done it already. So I'm not sure what the separation is. I'm hoping that maybe I can bridge some kind of gap with people who are fearful. Um, yeah. Because it's it's like a crazy notion. Oh, you're you know something happened to you. Something's wrong. Something's wrong with you. You have some kind of whatever. <clears throat> but it really isn't uh, unusual mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they are different from me. I'm not sure I want to sit down and maybe maybe you can help me with that, Torian. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. maybe you can help you, me prep yeah. myself to receive these communications, but I'm not sure I want to be a conduit if, for that. So I'm thinking mm-hmm. if they want to come and talk to me, okay. You'd, yeah, I you'd mean, have to make that decision. You'd have to make that decision. And and I, I shared this, I think I shared with you, this with you earlier. I've already had, you know, an awakening in this area, and also I have um, – I just know I'm from the uh, from Orion South. I know it in my deepest part of my soul. That just means I've been in living in different areas outside of the planet Earth. One of my experiences is Orion South. So I can't believe there's so much more to dis- so much more to discover here. And I, I've got to tell you guys, uh, Joe. Thanks for calling in. I hope you'll call in again. Sure. And. Um, mm-hmm. We positively are at the end of our hour. Um, Mary, I want to thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for sharing your story. Thanks for going you know, back and forth. And uh, There's a lot to share here. There's always so much more. And I'd love to have you on again if you'd like to come on again. And we can really explore anytime. other areas with the UFOs. Okay? Sure, anytime. And I'll let you know if something happens this evening. <laughs> so. Wait, you and know, even or, even later, know. like Joe said, like Joe said, maybe you can have your camera. Maybe you can ask the aliens to go ahead and give you a special gift in some fashion, also. So you know what, everyone, uh, this this is it tonight. Thanks for calling in. Um, if we missed anyone and, and didn't get you, 
I apologize. I want to say thank you for calling in and give us a call again next week right here at Your Psychic Connection. This is Jorianne, the Coffee Psychic. Um, and thanks Peace. for calling, everyone. God bless you all. We love you. Thanks so much, Mary. Talk to you again. Bye. Bye. Love you all. All right. Love you too. Bye-bye.